At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at Circuit Sportsbook in Las Vegas. And right now, early on, Iowa looking pretty good against Purdue here in the first half. And Houston having their way a little bit with Memphis so far. Yeah, and we mentioned in terms of the fact that with that slow start that maybe this is going to be an in-game opportunity. I think it got as low as 124.5 at BetMGM. Now one thirty-two and a half. So uh, Maxine Nightingale, get right back to where we started from in terms of the pre-flop total, and that's where we are. Thirty-one to twenty-two, a bit under three minutes ago in the first half. Houston leading Memphis. Houston, you're seeing them as I said earlier. Kelvin Sampson going a little bit more zone, and I think that that's right. This is not a Memphis team that's necessarily going to outshoot you in terms of from distance. This is a team that's long and athletic. They can get to the rim. I expect some fouls to pick up. So as you can see, we are right back at the pre-flop total would you consider hopping in on memphis at this juncture getting nine and a half obviously down nine early that there's going to be some fight in the dog in the second half or do you think this might be one-way track Uh, i'm gonna wait a minute even though i think i'm smelling what you're cooking here in terms of memphis you know making a comeback however houston did lose two to these guys now I do think that this zone is a little bit energy conservation mode, mm-hmm. if you will, for Kelvin Sampson and company. However, they I do think want to beat Memphis because Penny Hardaway's licked them twice here, and I that doesn't sit well. I know Kelvin Sampson a little bit, and that don't sit well with him uh, in terms of letting this this new kid, even though it's Penny Hardaway on the block, who's like the number one recruiter now in that conference, and he's getting five-star dudes pretty much every year. Houston's really ruled the roost in this American Athletic Conference, and I think they want to keep it that way so uh, I'm gonna wait to see if I can get a little bit more on this but I think that over could be looking good here we'll see if we get a lot of fouls down the stretch here in this final three minutes I'm kind of picking up what you're putting down there too because it just feels like Penny's that guy mm-hmm. who's gonna let you know that I beat you a couple times mm-hmm. and Kelvin Sampson's like this is not my first row yeah yet. we're not gonna let you yeah. guys come in here use this as a recruiting tool as we know you want it to do to be like hey come here not only do you win the American but you go right to the NBA so I'm sure Kelvin Sampson liked to have a little bit to say about that, but it should be an interesting second half. Still 229 to go in the first Fabian half. Fabian White, by the way, 14 points, 6 of 9, 2 of 3 from 3. We didn't know if he was going to play. He's battling a back issue right now, but not showing it with the numbers so far. Yeah, so far, so good right there. We just had Sean Paul on uh, talking college basketball, and, and we asked Sean, look, we, we think we know who the top 
four seeds are, but he really made the declaration that's almost like top two seed. Mm-hmm. And those top two seeds are Gonzaga and Arizona. After Arizona right. wins the Pac-12 in comeback fashion against UCLA, then you get your kind of demarcation as to who you think is the third and fourth and fifth best, best teams in the country. I think that's up for debate. I don't think there's much of a debate as to who the top two teams are, and that would be the Zags. Right now, about uh, plus 350 to win the national championship. Uh, Arizona just a little bit higher than that. Do you think this is – let's look at Gonzaga. They've never won the national championship. And, yes, they got to the championship game a year ago before bowing out to Baylor. I, I think we thought last year's team was better than this year's. Mm-hmm. Do you concur with that? And if so, are you surprised that there are the odds-on favorite kind of going away? I don't know if I do concur with that. Keep in mind, if you look and we talk about those like Ken Palm ratings, the efficiency rankings – Gonzaga, the only team in the country that's in the top 10 in both adjusted offense and adjusted defense. Mm. Third offensively, seventh defensively. Now you got to put that with some context because they are in the West Coast Conference. However, the West Coast Conference is going to get three bids and maybe could have gotten a fourth if BYU could have gotten a win. Mm. But that conference at the top half, I think, is pretty solid. And then the bottom half, not so good. But a couple of those teams like Santa Clara and BYU that aren't going to make the NCAA tournament are good, solid teams. Probably both go into the NIT and, of course, a three-bid league with San Francisco, St. Mary's, and the Zags. But So that WCC is a little bit better than we think. It's not like it's a bottom 10 conference in America. It is probably about 7th, 8th, or ninth in that range in terms of power rating. And plus Gonzaga, if you look at them, they pretty much took on most comers here in the non-conference season. They did beat Texas. They beat UCLA. I saw that game in person right out here in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. Uh, They lose to Duke by three, a very competitive game. They lose to Alabama, but they beat Texas Tech. So they've played Mm. some really good teams. And then plus the teams in their conference. So if you look at what Gonzaga does well, it's pretty much everything. Second and effective field goal percentage on offense. First on defense. uh, Really good at the rim. They obviously have size with Chet Holmgren, with Drew Timmy. They're very fast too. Like they, when they, they get push, the rebound, they, pace. they go. Man, you know they're not a team that's going to be like, eh, we're just going to get across half court, settle into our offense. You know, Gene Hackman, Norman Dale from Hoosiers, four passes, pick you know, fence. For first shot they get, they're they're going to go. And this is a team that's got some experience with Timmy as a junior, obviously Final Four experience. Same with Nemhard, same with uh, Rasier Bolton, and then of course they have Chet Holmgren. So they do have some depth. Uh, Mark Few basically plays about eight guys. That's about as deep as he goes on on his roster here. But this is a team that really doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. However, when you saw how they played a little bit down the stretch, they did not look right. That loss at St. Mary's, Mm -hmm. they got by San Francisco by 10. They did get by St. Mary's by 13 when St. Mary's, of course, fouled down 12 and you're taking 12 and a half (laughs) and Gonzaga. So there are a lot of miserable St. Mary's backers that night on Tuesday night uh, waiting for Fuddruckers at the Orleans food court. I think you made a great point, though, when you kind of break down the WCC that people go, well, Gonzaga, if you're not really paying attention, you go, they don't play anybody in conference. I think you can make the case, and you might have just made it, that if you really look at the conference – it might have been on par with the ACC. It wasn't that much lower. I, I don't mean, think. think of that. So, so Gonzaga, if you if you think Duke is battle tested because they play in the rough and rugged ACC, then you can make the argument that Gonzaga is more battle tested than even a Duke this year mm-hmm. because the, the the depth of the conference is so much better than what traditionally it's been since you know BYU's have come into the conference and made it better. I think that's fair to say too. But I mean, I think you can make that claim that the the WCC is on par with the ACC. It's been very good this year, and and I think it like it's a top-eight league if you look at all the power ratings. And Gonzaga has played the competition, and this is a team. They're not a Johnny-come-lately. They're a Johnny-been-here-for-a-while. <laughs> and this is a team that does have experience in the Final Four. They, the only thing they've not done is won that national championship. So I think justifiable favoritism for Gonzaga. And they'll be the one seed in the West region. They'll be the number one overall seed when the bracket is revealed about two hours from now. And they'll be put in Portland for the first and second round and then San Francisco for the Western Regional, which means the other West Coast team 
Arizona, I believe the what was the last West Coast team? I think it was Arizona in 1997. Has it been that long I, since '97? And I was in Indianapolis Simon? for that that oh overtime game goodness. against Kentucky. That was great. the Final Four in the Dome. Mike Bibby and that team. Yes. That, what, what a great run that was. And speaking of Arizona, yeah. Arizona number two. So they would ordinarily be the number one seed in the West Regional, but they're going to have to move to the South Regional. That's going to be San Antonio. They'll play the first and second round in San Diego because you see the committee likes to keep those top seeds and reward them with less of a travel so Arizona to San Diego that's not a big deal we saw Arizona here in full force by the way in Las Vegas if you were anywhere around that like south end of the Las Vegas strip around uh, T-Mobile around a lot of the MGM properties Mm -hmm. around the MGM Grand or the Mandalay Bay or the New York New York you saw a bunch of red and blue and a bunch of shirts that said bear down because Arizona the best traveler in that conference and they'll travel wherever they go so I was really impressed with Arizona, though. I, I watched last night that that pack without their game. point guard yeah, winning w- that w- game without Caracarisa, and it's like okay, they stepped up on Friday and they covered against Colorado, depending on your number one by ten. And then it's like, okay, was that the fallen hero rally around the family type of game? (laughs) So, okay, they're going to let down here against UCLA. They absolutely did not. It was a very good game. Arizona did get the win 84 to 76. And one of the things I like about Arizona, even though it was a dumb play, it was late where Arizona needs to run clock and get fouled. And Christian Coloco just took the ball. They passed it long and he just went right for the poster and they called him for the offensive foul because everything now in college basketball is a charge. charge. Yeah. Charbage basically is what I call it because they don't call blocking fouls because I maintain (laughs) honestly that it's the refs liking to do the, they do. It's a great move instead of doing the, yeah, that's not as sexy. Yeah, no, It's much no. more sexy to go the a- other absolutely. way. Absolutely. Uh, that gets the crowd uh, on your side when you do the full charging motion, but I digress. <laughs> and Coloco got called for the charge, and it's like, you know what? That's kind of a dumb play, but that shows you what athleticism this team has. This team has got some real dudes. And, and attitude. And, and Arizona is, is not a program that I thought was going to be down forever. They were 17 and nine last year. Sean Miller was fired. Mm. They had the postseason ban due to some recruiting violations. So Tommy Lloyd from the Gonzaga staff That's right. comes in to Arizona. And I thought Arizona, look, they were going to turn it around probably quicker uh, uh, rather than later, but I didn't think they were going to be 31 and three in their first year and sweep the pac 12, not only win the regular season, but also win the uh, tournament and they got a guy in Maturin on the wing who can shoot from the three. You can go to the hole. Maturin is going to be a lottery pick. Uh, you got to think that he's going to be a one and done there at Arizona. They've got a guy like Coloco, Umar Balo. Those guys really, they're just so hard to beat defensively. And they're so long. And they're very explosive. Like Gonzaga, they're a top 10 team in America in terms of tempo. They like to get it up and down the floor. I mean, they're going to miss Creesa his three-point shooting, but sure. I think they have enough athletes to really make up for that. But, boy, if, if you're Mark Few and your top assistant goes to Arizona mm-hmm. and now he's the guy potentially as the lead dog to stand in your way of getting that first national right. championship, could you imagine if Arizona and the Zags match up for the national championship? I don't believe, yeah, and I don't believe it would be the national championship because assuming Arizona is the number two overall seed, which the- I will be, they will, they will be. So they would not meet. So it'd be the one against whoever the four is, which I think it would be Baylor as the one seed, and then Arizona perhaps against Kansas, assuming the Clark Kellogg happens and all four number one seeds advance to the final four. All right, right now, very quickly, uh, 3.9 seconds to go here. Memphis has gone in one of those scoring droughts. Houston up big, 36-22 here in the final seconds there, and Iowa still hold on, uh, holding on right now in the first half against Purdue. Much more to get to, some more of these team breakdowns uh, as we look ahead to Selection Sunday. Come on back, it's Mason, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Selection Sunday here. I get very excited about March Madness. Uh, right now, not very excited if you took Memphis. Oof. Dismal first half has come to a close. They trail 36-24. So, again, you're looking at it now getting 11.5 here. And that adjusted total has come down to 129.5, 133.5 preflop here. I'm expecting points mm-hmm. in the second half. I wonder, do you think the Tigers get back in this thing? 71 is the second half total, so 131 now adjusted, as you mentioned, and then Memphis minus one for the second half. Pretty much the difference, really. Uh, shooting percentages were pretty equal, by and large. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston was 44, Memphis about four, little 42 and change. But Houston, 6 of 14 from the three, Memphis 0 of 5. So you can see why Kelvin Sampson is running a lot more zone than he normally does. And we mentioned he ran it a little bit against Tulane yesterday, a Tulane team that really wasn't going to hurt him. A Memphis team that obviously is very athletic and can get to the hole. So I think it's, it's, it's a little bit half conservation of energy and half because, look, Make this guys beat us from the outside here, man, so they're not driving into us and getting to the lane and getting a bunch of three-point plays. Uh, no real foul trouble for either team. Houston's biggest lead was 14, and they do lead by 12 at the half. So, 
I tend to think I'm not going to bet anything for the second half. I think these numbers are absolutely right, but I tend to think you're going to be approaching the over here, but Memphis is going to have to hit some shots at some point. Speaking of hitting shots, they're not hitting a lot in the Big Ten championship game. Seconds to go here before halftime, 35-32. That's a very low first half This is going to go under, by the way, for the first half. 71.5, I believe, is where it closed at BetMGM. It's going to go under by four, 35-32 going into the half in Indianapolis for Iowa against Purdue. And I did mention, though, that these defenses have shown a little bit Mm -hmm. of improvement. Uh, Still not where they need to be. Purdue really struggles to guard off the dribble. Iowa, if they can force some turnovers with a little bit of traps that Fran McCaffrey kind of likes to run, they're very dangerous because we know this team can score Mm -hmm. and can shoot the lights out, as Indiana found out at the end yesterday, even when the banks are open on Saturday. But... Nevertheless, Iowa, if you can get to the rim on Iowa and you can get it down low, you're going to get what you want in the paint. But Purdue not doing that so far, despite the fact that they have Zach Eady and Travion Williams. Zach Eady, four points, Travion Williams, seven. So only 11 points for their big guys. It's been Jaden Ivey leading Purdue with 10 points. And then uh, uh, Keegan Murray with nine points to lead the Iowa Hawkeyes. So 35 to 32, Iowa covers the first half. First half goes under the total. All right, so uh, let's keep our our, our kind of uh, ear to the grindstone here when we look ahead to the top seeds that we believe we're going to see here in the NCAA tournament. We talked about Gonzaga. We talked about Arizona. Clearly, those are cut and dry. One and two seeds, I do believe, in the NCAA tournament. I'm assuming Kansas feels pretty good after Mm -hmm. winning the Big 12. Yeah. That they're going to be a a third number one seed uh, and figure out exactly how that shakes out. But when you look at Kansas – are they flying below the radar? That Again, we make that demarcation line, and we go Gonzaga, and we go Arizona. And then we start talking about the Kansases and the Kentuckys and the Dukes and the Baylors. Right. What, what do you, when you look at Rock Chalk Jayhawk, what do you make of this team here and their prognosis to possibly 14-1 to cut down the net? You know, maybe they are a little bit fa- fall, falling under the radar. I mean, Kansas is usually never it's that Kansas, far right. off the radar because they're Kansas. Because they don't really have that guard that they usually have, like that point guard or that main ball handler as a guard that makes plays all the time. Usually you see that out of Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, their big gun, of course, is Ochai Agbaji, the, their wing, uh, the senior wing. Also, Christian Braun can kind of help out there because this is a Kansas team. Kansas always has dudes, and they always have talent. Mm-hmm. But we've seen more talented Kansas teams over the years, and you know, more talented teams have kind of disappointed and fallen <laughs> flat in the NCAA tournament. So maybe this is a team that's going to make a run. I think what you saw out of Bill Self, too, yesterday is – you, you know, he rested the big guy McCormick a little bit in the yeah. Big Ten and the Big Twelve tournament, I should say. Didn't play a lot of minutes. Did play twenty nine uh, yesterday, but only played twenty on Friday night. McCormick was really the man for the Jayhawks yesterday. Eighteen and eleven. Texas Tech just didn't have the big guy that can really stop him. So you are going to have to have a big guy that can maybe get this guy in foul trouble because not a ton of size really behind him. Mitch Lightfoot, of course, can. Uh, carry up. I should say March Lightfoot because Mitch Lightfoot's <laughs> always kind of a guy, super sub guy, you know, gives you a couple really good games during the season, but doesn't do it night after night. Right. But you get into March and this guy is right there, uh, the senior, 6'8, 225, Mitch Lightfoot. And I just think that with Kansas, I don't know if there's something missing or if maybe like we're taking them for granted that, because exactly what you, I'm thinking the same if thing. If you look, they only have six losses. Their worst loss was to Dayton. They lost uh, in that uh, tournament, that Old Spice Classic down in Orlando over Thanksgiving weekend where they kind of got surprised. But look at the teams they've lost to. They lost to Texas Tech down in Lubbock where nobody beats them. Nope. They lost to Kentucky at home. That was the real disappointment because Kentucky really took it to out, them yes. in Fog Allen Fieldhouse, and that doesn't happen. They lost by three in a nip-and-tuck game at Texas, a very good defensive team. They split the regular season meetings with Baylor and lost to him down in Waco. No shame in that. And they lost to an all-of-a-sudden improving late-in-the-season TCU team that is now comfortably in Jamie the NCAA yeah. tournament. Jamie Dixon's done an incredible job. Yes, But Kansas, you know, they kind of got it all together. Uh, uh, three, uh, three double-digit wins actually only beat Texas. Texas Tech by nine last night, but it was pretty much a double-digit game mm-hmm. there late. So, look, Kansas is peaking at the right time. I believe that they're going to be the number three overall seed, though, and I believe that they're going to be the Midwest region in Chicago. So, Kansas will be in Fort Worth, the first and second round, and then they'll be in Chicago, and somehow they're going to finagle away, whether they're a two or a three, and I think they're going to end up being a two 
So if you're looking, if the bracket holds to form and Kansas is that number one in Chicago, who's that two going to be? It's going to be Duke. Yeah, you know it's going to be Duke well, because obviously Mike Shashevsky, his swan song, his last ever season as Duke head men's basketball coach from Chicago, Illinois. They've already put it out there. Hey, we don't want to be in <laughs> Philadelphia. We want to be in Chicago. I think the committee can flop one spots if Duke is like the seven overall seed and make him the six overall seed and line them up with Kansas there for a potential regional final. Duke is such an intriguing team to me for a lot of what you just said, that you feel like the committee is going to try to, they'll never admit this. No. They'll never say that this is what they're trying to yeah. do for Coach K in the Swan Song, but it's 12 to 1. You got to figure, and I'm seeing 10 to 1 in some other spots here. So if you can grab a 12, 12 to 1 like you have a bet MGM and you're a Duke believer, I mm-hmm. am not, I would grab it. Yeah, I'm not either. Uh, but but you, they don't defend. They just flat out don't defend. And and it feels like they, they just, they kind of, they play loosey-goosey right, a little bit. And, right. you know, it's like a, a very offensively gifted team. I don't know if they defend enough. Oh, look, there are other teams like Purdue and Iowa's and other teams that might maybe don't defend as well. Yeah. In, in a quote-unquote down ACC this year, What's the battle-tested part of Duke? They lose in the regular season finale at home to UNC, and then they lose in the ACC tournament final against Virginia Tech. You know Coach K won to win those two games terribly badly on a swan song, and they didn't get either one of them. This reminds me a lot of the Zion Williamson team, if you remember back in 2019, where they had Zion, R.J. Barrett, Cam Cam Reddish, Reddish. Trey Jones, four freshman starters. A little bit more experience, I think, on this Duke bunch, so maybe it won't be as pronounced, but remember... They, they lost to Michigan State in that regional final. That They were able to out-talent teams, and mm-hmm. that's why I think probably in the first and second round, they're going to out-talent whoever they face, you know, in that 215 and then whoever a 710 is. Depending, it's obviously all draw-dependent. We're going to find that out in about an hour and a half. But you look at Duke, and it's just, in terms of the defense, they really struggle off, like, ball screen coverage and yep. kind of, like, basic principles a little bit. And one of the things I've kind of noticed about Duke, too, I think Coach K, it reminds me a lot of Bobby Bowden in Florida State. Maybe he's a little more hands-on than Bobby Bowden was at the end there, but he seems to be more like a CEO, and I think he's trying to let John Shire kind of set up the sets and coach the team. And, you know, he's given a lot of power to John Shire because that is the succession plan. John Shire is former player out of Chicago, Illinois, mm-hmm. is going to take over here. You know he's got a lot of talent. He's got Bonchero, who's going to be a top three lottery pick. Griffin, a talented freshman, Keels. Like I mentioned, remember that Williamson, Barrett, Reddish team. And that's what I think that this Duke team can be. I think they maybe get through the first two rounds. They get in a sweet 16, though, and they can get upset, you know, by by – a potential like a like a six seed or whoever that that seed is on the other line in the Sweet Sixteen. I do think that more than likely, call me cynical, but I think that they're probably going to get at least a friendly draw to get them to Chicago. It, it, what's amazing about that statement about letting John Shire do a lot of the things, and he has, is exactly right. Is that Kay says when he's out, this is not like going to be John Thompson, God rest his soul, from Georgetown. He says he's not going to medal. He says he's out. So if he's going to be all the way out, I'm surprised he's letting John Shire do like, dude, this is it for you. Yeah. So, yes, this is nice if that's what you're trying to do. But if you're really not going to be hands-on in the program, this is your last chance. Well, to do, we know Shire something. has proven himself recruiting because they've got the number one class coming in for next year. All right. So the, the rich get rich yes. down there. In yes, Trump. absolutely. When we come back, Will Hill, the king of New York, is going to join us as we talk a little bit more about March Madness. Come on back. It is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the NCAA tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, and Tim Murray, and of course, Wes Reynolds. They've got insights on every key team, conference, and players to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. Did you hear that, everyone out there in VEASAN land? <laughs> I was just referred to as an expert. 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 
Damn right. I'm glad somebody believes that. Thank you, Dave Ross. Thank you, my friend, for giving me that uh, consolation. Even though we only know there's one expert, only God is an expert, <laughs> as Sir Charles says. Well, I, I will be looking forward to your expert analysis as we get ready for uh, Selection Sunday here in a couple hours. Iowa, by the way, getting ready to tip in that second half again. Three-point lead over Purdue. Uh, what do you make of those second half numbers that you see there? Yeah, no surprise here. I think uh, probably you're going to see, I'm looking at the market right now, seeing a little bit of tick to the under down to 80 and a half at some places, still 81 at BetMGM. And look, uh, we shall see slower scoring first half. And I know the over got hit pretty hard. I think the over opened like 148 or something. And about it was like 52 and yeah. 52 and a half. So look, Teams are maybe tired here. This mm-hmm. is the fourth game in four days for Iowa. This is the third and three days for Purdue. Both these teams know. And plus, look, they are competing for a conference championship here. So that's important. Conference championships are important. I know we kind of neglect those sometimes, but I wouldn't be necessarily going over here. I think the market probably has it right. Yeah, I think you're right on on that. So we'll keep an eye on those games again. Memphis and Houston just began the second half there as well. 36-26 right now. Uh, Houston with that lead over the Memphis Tigers. Let's bring in our guest. I call him the King of New York. He is Will Hill. Follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill, host of the New York City Podcast, and, of course, our VEASAN contributor. Uh, Will, great to have you back in the program. It's Selection Sunday. Wes and I obviously very excited about this day as well. I feel like we're beating up on the ACC. I'm enjoying it because as an old Big East guy, even though the team I root for, Syracuse, now is in the ACC, what do you make of the Dukies and this conference going forward? Are they a one-team league, or can somebody else from this conference surprise? Well, first of all, I don't want to get Wes upset, but I've been called an expert, too, so that, that word gets thrown out, around <laughs> well, a little well, bit. So, Well, I mean, yeah. it is deserved in your case, Will. Absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't know about all that. I just look at Lenardi's final bracket. He's usually pretty good with this stuff. He's not 100%. Nobody is. He does have Miami as the last four in. Uh, you got to wonder who Davidson, and that was such a melt by Davidson. Oh, oh my goodness, goodness, the collapse like that. I mean, drop the rebound, uh, up six with a minute change left. That's usually a reliable team. That knocks somebody out. Uh, my my guess is they get Duke in. Obviously, Virginia Tech's in. Uh, obviously, Duke's in as well, and they get uh, they get Miami. So I do think they'll get a third team. Uh, you know, his latest bracket has Wyoming as the last team out. That was kind of a team I wanted to talk about because I think they're dangerous if they get in with E.K. Mm-hmm. Maldonado. I love Golden as a coach. Just wasn't a great showing in the conference tournament. You know, they sweep by UNLV. Uh, they couldn't, um, you know, come back on Boise. I think they're dangerous if they get in. I just think, you know, a smaller market team, ratings do matter in this, whether you want to believe it or not. I think Wyoming's kind of going to get a, a raw deal here. The puff of white smoke, as Will uh, just referred to, with Joe Lenardi <laughs> releasing his last bracket. So we do have the puff of white smoke, and he's usually pretty accurate, he to is. be fair. I he's know he pretty, gets a lot of grief, he's but very good with he's it. pretty accurate on who's going to get in. And uh, last four in right now, Rutgers, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Texas A&M, in the opinion of Mr. Lenardi. First four out, Wyoming, SMU, Xavier, Oklahoma. So we were talking about whose bubble got burst with Davidson winning the A-10 tournament. I was thinking maybe SMU. Joe thinks it's Wyoming. Maybe it's Xavier. We shall see. But also Notre Dame probably going to get in from the ACC. They are in that last four in. But, Will, I want to talk about the uh, number one seed, at least, in the ACC that won the regular season, did not win the conference tournament last night, got beat by Virginia Tech. And that's the Duke Blue Devils. And we talked about them in the last segment. And, There's something missing with this team. I compared this team, Will, that's very talented to that Zion team, I believe, in 2019 with Zion and R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Trey Jones. Really talented. A lot of NBA players, but just doesn't seem to have the urgency on defense. And I think you might be cool on this team, too, and why. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Look, they just have a hard time getting stops. It's hard to lay points. It's hard to trust a team that just can't string together consecutive uh, stops and you know, the old saying goes, your strengths get you into the tournament, your weakness get you knocked out. And to me, they just don't look very focused, uh, especially defensively. You go back to that final game against North Carolina, where North Carolina just lit them up for, I think it was 94 points. And yeah, I, I'm with you. I think there's some similarities to the Zion team, even some similarities. If you remember, I think it's like a decade now ago, the, the Kyrie Irving team in 2011, they were a one seed. I think they get mm-hmm. Kyrie back and they lose in the sweet 16. So I think it was Wisconsin. Um, to me, there's a lot of talent here. You wouldn't be surprised if they put it together. But to me, it's a team they're they're a fade at the moment. And 
Uh, we, we mentioned how accurate Lenardi is, and he is uh, very good at what he does. I don't think Jerry Palm is going to be getting a Christmas card from Wes Reynolds. No, or he, won't. Oh, he, won't. he will never the get one. Line the other, the yeah. White Castle line the other night was a good one. Yeah, I said uh, the line just to uh, kind of give a G-rated version. I said he could not could not prognosticate flashulence <laughs> after a sack full of White Castles. Jerry, we call him Purdue Palm for a reason because Jerry's a Purdue guy, so he's always going to find a way to – Stick it to Indiana. He's like, oh, Indiana's still, even He's after they the beat bubble. Illinois, they're still first four out. I was like, are you kidding me? Come no, on, they, man. There's, there's no doubt they are And cut in. your bangs, too, for God's sakes. You're a 50-year-old man. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of these other teams that maybe, I, look, it's not a surprise, obviously, when you look at maybe the Villanovas or the Texas Techs here. I'm looking at about 20-to-1s and 22-to-1s with Villanova. The, the Wildcats are the team to me, and I know maybe it wasn't sexy in winning the Big East, okay, on Saturday night in Madison Square Garden. But boy, they're 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 senior laden, they're guard heavy here. They're a smart team, you know. By the way, Jay Wright has won two national championships, twenty two to one. Are they just disrespected because they're not sexy like the Zags and the Arizonas and the Kentuckys and the Dukies? I just feel like a team like Villanova who I'm very impressed with defensively and, and at least offensive efficiency here. They're going to slow you down, but they're still efficient. What do you make of the Wildcats? Yeah, I'm with you. Not a lot being, you know, they're not being discussed a lot. In, it's all. funny. A lot of these teams, Arizona is, is on the radar now. Arkansas was under the radar for a little bit. They've gotten a lot of discussion. Nova's kind of sleeping under the radar a little bit. Gillespie's a hell of a player. You know, you have a point guard with the ball in his hands where he can make 90% of his free throws. He's got experience. You know, you trust him with the game in hand. That's big down the stretch in these games. So I'm with you. I, I guess the one weakness is if you can kind of pressure Gillespie, like St. John's did. If you can get in his jersey, he can be, you know, they can rattle, be rattled a little bit. But uh, I'm with you. That That's an interesting number. I'm with you on Villanova. And again, you know, plus, plus 550 to make it to the Final Four. I kind of like that number. Well, and to your point on Villanova, this is not a very deep team. Jay Wright only plays about seven guys. And look, they were banged up, too, mm -hmm. during the Big East tournament. Jermaine Samuels missed that St. John's game with back spasms. Did come in, uh, been a big way against UConn in the uh, semifinals. But they had to go through that grind of the Big East tournament with uh, Samuels banged up, Dixon not completely healthy, battling a little bit of an illness. And they were just able to tough. win. When you can come back down from 14 against St. John's, and then they had that absolute rock fight with mm. UConn on Friday night and then had another one with Creighton. Uh, uh, not a lot of scoring in that game, 54 to 48. So another big East under, but one of the things I love about Villanova, number one in foul shooting in America, arguably the best. I think they're on pace to be the best in all time in college, about 83%. Yeah. They get to the line late. They're going to be a dangerous out in the NCAA tournament. Got a couple minutes to go here with uh, Will Hill. Of course, he is the host of the New York city cast here on VEASAN. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the Metropolitans there. Now they get Chris Bassett in a very unheralded move. But the Metropolitans right now, I'm seeing about 10 to 1 to win the World Series. With that third starter now, Will, should I get excited as a Metropolitan fan and go ahead and place that ticket? You should absolutely be excited. 10 to 1, you've kind of missed the number a little bit. But look, the, the weakness with the Mets was not not even a weakness, but as great as DeGrom and Scherzer are, can they stay healthy? And then, hey, you get no playoff series. It's 1-1 after two games. Who's pitching that third game? You know, Tyler McGill, he pitched well last year, but is he really that guy? You know, Carrasco didn't pitch well at all. Walker struggled second half. Now they got that guy Bassett. He's kind of an off the radar guy because he's pitching in Oakland. He's, you know, a weak contact guy. He's not a marquee name, but that's a hell of a pitcher, especially as a third starter. So the Mets really rounding out their team. Doesn't sound like they're done. I mean, they add out of Eno. They could still use probably a left year two out of the bullpen. Mets are going to be a hell of a team. I'm excited for baseball. Uh, the Yankees, by the way, will nine to Oof. nine to one. They Shorter odds than the Metropolitans to win the World Series. Doesn't make sense. They're anticipating a move, but I don't know what that move is. I don't know that they're going to go fishing here for a shortstop. Sounds like Freeman's probably going to go to the Dodgers. Seems like the Dodgers just get everybody down. They're the the Dodgers are the new Yankees. Dodgers just get everybody the way the Yankees used to 10, 15 years ago. Uh, should be fun uh, to me. Yeah, that number doesn't make a lot of sense. Yankees should be in the mix, but not as a favorite. Yeah, I'm just so glad we officially do have baseball back. Yeah. So we'll have Will uh, throughout the baseball season. And again, you got to listen to the New York City cast. Right here on VEASAN. We'll always appreciate the time, my friend. Uh, enjoy the rest of the madness here on Selection Sunday. We'll catch you next week over on the Lombardi line.
All right, let's get these brackets ready. It's a little withdrawal today, only having four or five games after a couple hundred the last few days, but I'm excited for it. Let's do it. I know. So here we go, getting ready for that second season in earnest. And by the way, I heard a lot of people saying, you know, maybe the tournament week, they like it better than the first week of the NCAA tournament. What do you think? Yeah, Chris? I think you do, because I think maybe it's a little bit less of casual betters, because all the casual betters are going to be here on Thursday for the NCAA tournament. So usually you can get more edges. The team's more familiar with each other in the conference tournaments. When we come back, Houston putting of a number on Memphis, might you hop in in game? Come on back, it's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Attention, Bet MGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through Bet MGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your Bet MGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use Bet MGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they're going to receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you're going to receive a $50 bonus as well. So share the excitement at BetMGM and get a 
$1,000 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Betting Across America right here on Visa. We are here at Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. And right now, the American Championship Ooh, Memphis is a struggling. Yeah. 15-point lead for Houston, 44-29. And right now, the Tigers' offense stuck in the mud. Yeah, and and you can see that's what Houston, that's what the game plan is. They want to make them uh, hit a three, which Memphis has not done all nope. afternoon. Oh, from six. This is not a really proficient team from the outside. And that's what you worry about because I think Memphis is, and we talked about them earlier, they're kind of a boom or bust team. This is a team that's so athletic wow. that, you know, more than likely, I got to think they're probably going to be in like an eight, nine game. So that's not necessarily an eight or nine seed that you want to see in the second round if you're a number one seed. And, and we talked about that with Sean Paul earlier. Like if you're Baylor and you get them in the second round, all of a sudden Baylor, your depth has been hurt with some injuries and whatnot. So do you really want to see these guys? But one of the things you worry about Memphis is I say boomer bust because they could be out in the first round or they could make a run surprisingly to the elite eight. They could be that you know, they've, there's always got at the least talent. there's always at least one team. It seems like every year, it's not always one versus two, one versus two in every single regional final. That's right. There's always somebody kind of off the beaten path a little bit. You know, a six seed or a seven or an eight or even a double digit seed like Loyola Chicago last mm-hmm. year. There's always one of those teams that make it. And Memphis could be one of those teams, but this is what you worry about with this team. They're not very good at shooting the basketball, and this is a team that's very talented, but also very erratic, and they turn the ball over quite Man. a bit. They are one of the bottom in terms of turnover possession. You saw that a little bit yesterday. You've seen it so far today. RA 11 turnovers, 15 minutes left to go, second half, 44-29. Houston minus 13.5, 126.5 the total. And the Big Ten final about 14 minutes to go in regulation there, all knotted up. At 44. A really good game here. Yeah. And, I, and I think we all expected that this was going to be a very good game. Iowa's been the hottest team in the Big Ten. So they got a lot of the love this week, kind of on that futures market. If you had them, you know, three ish, four ish to one range, I think that was even short for like a five seed. Mm-hmm. It's the five versus the three here. But uh, Iowa right now, 44 apiece here. Iowa not really shooting the basketball very well, only 38%, but they are getting to the foul line. All right. And by the way, at the Players' Championship, they have begun the third round there. Former champion Sergio Garcia starting to move up the leaderboard here. He's four under par. Uh, two two guys atop the leaderboard. That's Burns and Hoagie at seven under par. Uh, and so, really, you're kind of looking for big names up there. You're not really finding them. John Rahm, yeah. I believe, is three under par, four off the lead. So, right now, it's the third round, which would technically – this would be moving day yeah. on a Saturday. So, and, we'll see who starts And I got to think that nobody's going to really finish their third round. They did tee off both tees, both uh, on the 10th tee and the first tee. Because, look, they want to try to get as much of this right. done and speed up the play. Hoagie and Burns going to be your final pairing along with Harold Varner. They are not select uh, scheduled to go off till 516 Eastern. So 216 our time, about a half hour from now. I'm guessing it's going to get dark in Florida because of, of when it stopped yesterday. It's going to get dark somewhere between 630 Eastern, 645. So these leaders probably only get about four or five holes in at best. What a start and stop and start and stop tournament. It's been all weekend long. So again, moving day is normally a Saturday. It's now a Sunday. They're going to have to keep moving on a Monday mm-hmm. and then try to get in the final round and squeeze all that in. Boy, because, a lot to do. Because when you had, I believe, uh, just uh, counting here, you had 71 players make the cut. So 65 and ties make the cut. So that's why you have to go off all these back tees mm-hmm. and, you know, try to play them on both sides and get as much in as you can. We'll see if they can scramble and get it done by Monday. I sure hope so. Okay, so we'll see. We'll keep an eye on there. So Bubba Watson making a little bit of a move there. He's about four off the lead. Did real well as in well. Very windy conditions what, yesterday, what'd you by the way. from a guy like Bubba? S- same thing in Saudi Arabia, too. Yep. It got very windy over there, and he finished runner-up to Harold Varner, who, oh, by the way, is uh, tied for third, 600 par, just one off the lead. Yeah, you got to be able to play in the wind this week if you're going to win down there at TPC Sawgrass. Let's get back to college basketball here. And, again, when you look at some of the heavy hitters that we believe have the, the best opportunities to cut down the net, we've talked a little bit about Gonzaga, Arizona, Duke, uh, Kansas as well. I do want to ask about Kentucky. Because you know my theory on on John Calipari and his his club is you better get them early because they're tough to get late. Right. They were tough to get early this year too, which is unusual for them because normally they've got a bunch of freshmen 
and they play early. You don't know what you really have, and then mm-hmm. Cal Perry kind of you know molds them to what he wants by March. But when you get the transfer and Oscar Deshiwe, a guy from West Virginia who is ready to go, they didn't have to do a whole lot of molding. So now you look at this team here. This isn't a roll out the basketball type thing and just go run, boys. Right? Mm-hmm. That was always the knock on on Cal Perry. They've got structure. They do. They play defense. If Tashibway stays out of foul trouble, they lost in the semifinals to Tennessee, and I, I think in large part because Tashibway got in foul trouble early in that game. I mean, Wes, when I look at them, that's what I see. Is that what you see, that if it's Tashibway or bust, if he stays out of foul trouble, they're going to be a really tough out. I do, because I did grab them in December at 16-1. to And you're right in terms of Kentucky, usually because he has all these five-star yeah. diaper dandies and whatnot, and, you know, one-and-done guys that usually it takes a while, and then they kind of start to peak maybe around late February, early to mid-March. But they peaked a lot earlier this season, and I think one of the reasons they did so, because he doesn't have a lot of those freshmen. Of course, he has Ty Ty Washington, who is the key to the team, uh, their point guard, and I think it's good that Ty Ty Washington is back. Remember, he missed a few games Mm -hmm. late in the regular season and then came back against Arkansas, maybe wasn't quite ready. They reduced the minutes a little bit for him, but now he's playing full minutes. He's playing 35, 36, 37 minutes. Yesterday, he played against Tennessee with 17 points, but... I think not only having Ty Ty Washington as your impact point guard, but I think having the Georgia transfer, Savier Wheeler, who's a veteran guy who didn't do a lot of winning down in Georgia, and uh, that's why (laughs) Tom Crean got let go on Friday. But So he's a guy that's happy to be at Kentucky Wheeler, so he has taken the secondary role and being the leader. And if you look, this is a team with experience. You mentioned Toshibwe. He'd be my Naismith Award winner right now, uh, you know, with the rebounding and and, and how much he can score down low. I think he's a total difference maker. And then you have Keon Brooks back. You have Kellen Grady, the transfer from Davidson, who can shoot threes. Davion Mintz, another senior, can shoot threes. So Cal can go about eight or nine deep with this team, but it's a lot more of an experienced team, and that's why I started to like them. I was like, there's something different about this Kentucky team. Now, the one thing about it, this is a team that actually can shoot the basketball. They're about 35% from the three. They haven't really had those really good shooting teams over the last several years down in Lexington. Problem is they don't take very many Mm -hmm. of them. I think they're 350th out of 358 teams in terms of total three-point attempts as a portion of the holistic field goal attempts. So they get a lot more at the rim. And one of the reasons they get a lot more at the rim is because of Oscar Toshibwe. 37.8 of their possessions, wow. they have offensive rebounds. And that's largely because of Toshibwe. Now, I don't really hold it against them. They lost Tennessee. Tennessee's really good defensive. They are. So I don't think that that's a bad loss at all. The Vols did take two or three from Kentucky, but I think Kentucky is going to be on the two line. We'll see. I know in the Lenardi bracket, he had him in Chicago, but I think that they could maybe move Kentucky to the East because I think Kentucky is the strongest number two seed. So if you put them in the East against that the would be with Baylor, that would be the weakest one. seed yes. Theoretically. Okay. So that was my next question for you. When you look at Kentucky to make the final four, it's plus 150. So in that scenario, they would, if, if seeds held mm-hmm. and they were to your point, going up against the worst one seed, right. that would be Baylor, Kentucky. Where would you make that number? So would it be smarter to take them to get to the final four or to kind of just play if that the seeds hold and play them on the money line in that individual game? I'd make game? Kentucky a smallish favorite, maybe two, two and a half on a neutral side. That would be a regional final if that takes place in Philadelphia, assuming that is the draw that we're going to get here right. in a little bit over an hour. But Yeah, I I don't know if I would take 150 at this point. I think, you know, the whole thing about futures in college basketball, it's all about when you get the numbers, too. It's so hard to kind of bet these things late. And that's why I think, you know, you're going to see more people betting these game to game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially the the most of the money is going to come in that first weekend, the first and second round. Then the second weekend, when a lot of the tourists or there's a lot less tourists here in Las Vegas, (laughs) then you're going to get a a truer normal volume, I think, for the Elite Eight and the Sweet 16. Not that those aren't going to get bet big, but it's still going to be, it's a little bit of a come down now because you have fewer teams and you have fewer games and they don't go all day long. This is one of those teams. Normally, you know, I'm not a big Cal guy when it look at kind of the Mm -hmm. makeup of the rosters, but I'm with you. There's something different about with these transfers, with some seniors, upperclassmen Mm -hmm. on this team, good guard play. Kentucky's going to be a really tough out. No, they are, and I hate to admit it, but this team might be able to win the whole bundle. Pretty darn good. We'll do some more evaluations of some top teams, and also uh, Memphis trying to make some inroads against Houston. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. 